to Raging Witchcraft. Okay, you guys, welcome back. So as you guys know, well, most of you guys know um, that today is actually going to be a Q&A episode. I posted on Instagram for you guys to ask me any witchy questions that you have. I'm going to answer the best that I can because I did see a few questions that I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, but I am really excited about this because I haven't done a Q&A episode in a really long time. I don't even know if I did the first one. Um, I feel like I did, but if not, then this would be the first one. Either way, it's been a really long time. Um, and I do want to apologize about last week because y'all, let me tell you. So they, I started a new medicine, um, which didn't do what it needed to do. So now I'm on another new medicine. Um, and we love mental illness, but I will say that this one, besides the extreme exhaustion that comes with it, um, you guys know what this is. Um, <laughs> a lot of you know that I already take lithium. I've been taking lithium for about, um, two and a half years now. Um, and, um, I'm now taking Seroquel with it. So Seroquel is what they just, just got me on. So I think today is like day two. Um, I will say yesterday I did not sleep enough on it. I didn't listen when I, I knew I was supposed to take it earlier, but like, I don't sleep until like 3am. So I was like, okay, like I'll take it at one in the morning. And I, t I fell asleep at two and I slept for a good like 12 hours and was still tired and still needed to nap yesterday. And today, um, I took it a little bit earlier. I slept in a little bit later. Um, and I mean, after I got myself up and out of bed, I've been fine. And I do seem a little less irritable because, my, listen, my BPD with my bipolar together is not a great mix. So I have a lot of um, irritation in my bones. And I will say that I do feel a little bit better. But it's, it could also be the fact that I'm, like, home alone for the first time in, like, three weeks. So, <laughs> But my, my babies are coming back today. So that's what I'm worried about. But anyways, back to the fucking point. I can probably talk y'all's ears off today because I feel good. Um Okay, so as you guys know, tomorrow is um, starting off my vacation slash hiatus. Um, I was initially going to be going out of town, but that kind of um, got trumped. So I will still be home, but I'm still going to be taking the days off just because of the fact that not only can I use the break, but also it gives me time to like go out and do stuff with my kids. And like, I just I want to go and do stuff with them and not have them be stuck in the house or stuck in the pool all day every day. And it just I want to get them out. So I'm going to be, you know, still taking that day, the days off. Um, I will still be continuing my monthly client work and my weekly client work, um, which I was already going to do, even if I was still going out of town, I was still going to bring everything with me. But um, I'm still going to be doing that. I'm still going to be doing flash readings. Um, there's a highlight on my Instagram labeled flash readings and y'all can go and choose those flash choose through those flash readings. Um, those are the ones that I offer all the time. So if you guys wanted like a quick little reading while I am taking this hiatus, I will be doing flash readings. Um, and then I'm actually going to be coming out with a sale, um, which by the time you guys hear this, the sale will already have come out. So I'm just going to like put it out there that select readings and spell work. Yes. Readings and spell work. And spell work. Sorry, guys. It cut out really quickly because my, um, um, I don't even know what it's called. My podcast thingy died. Anyways, um, yes, readings and spell work. Select readings and spell work are um, going to be 50% off. And the only way you can find out what's on sale is by going to my booking site and looking under sale and booking with me and that's only going to be booked or um, that's only going to be on sale until i get back from my hiatus which is going to be the 12th august 12th so you can get that that shit 50 percent off for the next what um if you're hearing this now i until the 12th i can't do the math right now but anyways um without further ado let's get started into our um questions and shit because i'm really excited to do this so First and foremost, first question we have. First of all, let me take a drink because, oh, that's another thing with this fucking Seroquel. They weren't lying when they were like, oh, it's going to give you dry mouth and it's going to make your breath stink. Let me fucking tell you the amount of times I need to brush my teeth and the amount of waters that I have literally chugged is ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. 
and me sitting here talking does not help. Let me tell you. Um, but anyways, so first question, um, your take on deciphering between an omen and a coincidence, maybe any feelings that arise that make, you know, it's a sign slash omen and how you go about confirmation. So I will say this, number one, I personally, everybody's different. I personally don't believe in coincidences. I believe that everything happens for a reason. And if I see it, I see it. It's meant to be seen by me. If it happens, it happens. It's meant to happen. Um, you know, to, to an extent, let me just, to an extent, to an extent, um, to an extent. Um, but when it comes to like knowing if something's a sign, usually, um, like uh, for example, angel numbers, y'all like the amount of people out here who have angel numbers on their fucking license plates and everything. Usually I don't like, I'll love seeing them and I love taking pictures of them, but I don't usually like take it as like, Oh, this is a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. Usually what happens is, um, because I've gotten so accustomed to this within my own practice, like with my spirits and my deities and everything, like if something's going on, first of all, um, if I'm say I'm stressed about money, okay, which being a small business owner, you guys understand there's, there's always some sort of like stress surrounding like bookings or like clients or whatever it may be. Like there's always something that happens every single month. Um, and the way that my spirits have taught me is like, you need to stop stressing out because I'll stress out for like three, four days. And then on that fourth day, like I get like a big order or something and everything's fine. But say that I'm stressed out about money and I have to go to the store and like spend money that I don't have on shit that, you know, we do need. So I'm walking through the parking lot at Walmart and I look over and I see 333 or I see 888. I'm like, okay, okay. That in, in that instinct, like in that instant of me seeing that is essentially when my, that stress kind of like goes down and it's like, it's like an automatic thing. It's not like, okay, I'm telling myself not to be stressed. It's like, it's literally just like that stress automatically goes down and I'm like, okay, that was, I needed to see that. I needed to see that. And it's like when you're beginning your practice and you're trying to decipher like signs and everything, it can be really hard sometimes. So when thank you for asking like how um, I go about confirmation, because that's another thing that I was going to say, like, especially when you're first beginning your practice and you're just unsure of like, OK, is this a sign or not? Because it's really important not to take everything as a sign, you guys. And that's really what will get you is that you will think that everything's a sign when it's in reality, it's not. Um, but like using a pendulum, um, I, I bring a pendulum everywhere I go. Um, I also have this thing on my phone case that hangs off that dangles. Um, I think it's supposed to go like around your wrist or something, but I use it as a pendulum. I put certain charms on it to where like it's charged with specific intention, like for my spirit guides. And I will literally use that as a, um, as a pendulum. Um, not only that, but tarot, yes, no tarot. Hey, was I supposed to see this? Hey, was this a sign? If it was a sign and if you're unsure of why you got that as a sign, pull some more cards to see what it was for or what it meant. Um, divination through and through, honestly, divination through and through is really where it comes from. Um, not only that, but like, for example, like I give coffee to my spirits, especially King Asmodeus. He loves him some coffee. Um, if I'm going through money troubles, he will legitimately mold his coffee. He will mold it. I have like there there's been months and months and months where his coffee's just been perfectly fine. Like I'll change it after a day or two, whatever. Cool. Um, and then there's been times where literally the next day it's molded and I'm like, what the fuck? And he'll pop in and he'll be like, bitch, I'm trying to tell you something trying to like you need to listen to me so it's like it really comes down to personal practice and not only that but your personal divination and how you go you know how you personally like personally like to confirm things but not only that if it comes from like deities or like spirits within your personal practice I would just listen for them um there's been times where like I didn't have anything on me and I'm like is this a sign and then I'll hear a crow call and land right above my head and I'm like okay mother all right. Thank you. Like that's, that's my answer. So it really comes down to like listening to everything else and not just focusing on that specific sign. Is there anything else that kind of like contributes to it or, um, tells you like, Hey, this is in there too. Like this is involved too, or this is your confirmation or whatever it may be. Um, that was a really good question. Love you said, love you said, I know who, I know who that question came from. Love you. Love you. 
Um, so next, um, next one isn't really a question, but it it's your thoughts on the online slash social media witchcraft communities. Listen, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on that shit. Um, a lot of you already know how it is, um, especially with TikTok. Like I, the TikTok community is just a fucking joke. I personally just I find it as a joke. I mean, there's some real witches on there. You'll find some real shit on there. Um, and real people on there, but like the realest witches that you'll find on that app are, they don't consider themselves a part of that community. They might use the hashtags and everything to like get it trending and get some like traction to their page, but they don't like, I've met multiple witches who have literally told me like, I don't consider myself a part of witch talk, or I don't consider myself a part of like that community. I'm just, I'm, I use the hashtags and that's about it. I just, I post what I want to post and we go from there. That's where you'll find the realist witches. And I, I, I love that because it's like they don't consider themselves a part of the quote unquote community because the quote unquote community is a fucking joke. Um, and if y'all want to quote me on that, you can quote me on that. And, you know, I, I say that with anger and I say that with hatred because it is a joke because me, when I was on TikTok, I was genuinely trying to be, you know, I, I did. Con- I did consider myself a part of the witch talk place. Um but I was also like very into like calling people out for like appropriation and, you know, kind of like getting people on the right track of like, don't do this. Like, don't don't mess with something that's not a part of your practice. Focus on this or, you know, research this or like telling people to do their own research for one, because nobody likes to fucking do their own research. And it's like with online witch communities, you will like these people don't do their fucking research. They rely on complete strangers and they're like you don't even know if these strangers are actually practicing a true craft and you're still like, Oh, well, what does this sign mean for me? And that's another thing. Y'all stop asking strangers what signs mean for you. Seriously point blank fucking period. And I say that with all the anger in my heart, stop asking people what signs mean for you because what a sign would mean for say like you saw three, 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 what that would mean for you could be completely different for the next person. So don't do that. Don't do that. Do your own divination, do your own confirmation, talk with your own spirits because it's not ever the same. It is always unique. It is always different. It is always personal. Signs are personal. Stop asking strangers what the fuck they mean because they're not going to know. Okay. Um, anyways, but like with the whole witchy communities, like just simply people don't research. They just they ask questions. And I've I've been a part of like witchy groups on Facebook, for example, which is why I actually created mine, which if you guys did want to go join my um, witchy group, it's called Raging Witchcraft. Please ensure that you answer all the um, all the questions and agree to the rules and everything or else you will not be accepted into the group. Um, but I created that root that group because of this because of like what I'm explaining now because of the fact that people like it's okay it's great for us to share our craft with each other but stop judging everybody seriously stop telling everybody oh you shouldn't use that you should use this instead or you should no stop telling people what they shouldn't shouldn't do in their practice they're going to figure it out eventually the only thing you should be telling other people to do within their own practice is research because everybody should be doing it point blank period um I personally hate witchy online social witchy communities and that's why i like instagram so much better is because everything's personal everything's unique there's not really a set like group of people on instagram where it's like oh well we're the witches hierarchy like it is on fucking tiktok um but yeah so that's exactly why i created my witchy group was because it's not number one non-judgmental if i see even a sliver of somebody judging somebody you're out you're done you're you're blocked for life you're never coming back sorry not sorry Um, and not only that, but like, it's, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. I've had people post anonymously. You can post anonymously if you want to, if you don't, you don't, if you don't want to post at all, you don't have to, if you want to go ahead, it's fine. That's what I love about my group is because it's everything that I was looking for when I left TikTok and when I started and and like to begin with, people are just so fucking judgmental for no reason. And the witches think that they're the hot shit which you're not, I'm not, I'm not even hot shit. I may listen, I might act like it, but I know deep down, I am not that hot shit. I'm not, I'm hot, but I'm not the hot shit. Okay. Nobody is, nobody is because practice is personal and people just don't realize that. I just, I fucking hate that. I, I hate the stigma around, um, 
witchcraft communities on social media, especially like Discord and shit. Oh, you will never catch me on Discord ever in my life, ever in my life. Like just people, especially like TikTok and Discord, people create a group and then there's a group created from that group to where they think that they're the fucking hierarchy and the royalty of the app, which no, you know how many witches practice and how many people practice witchcraft around the world? I'm sorry, but these five people are not the hierarchy. <laughs> I am sorry. No, no way. Ain't no way. But yeah, that's my opinion on that. That's my opinion on that. Okay. So next one. Hold on. I need to take a step of my drink. So the next one is um how do you go about choosing decks to work with um, when purchasing? And how do you welcome new ones? Do you have special pouches to take them in when traveling or just keep them in their boxes? Okay. First and foremost, I don't keep any of the boxes. I don't keep any of the boxes, let alone guidebooks. You will never catch me with... A, I keep one one guidebook. And that was for my first ever, uh, first ever deck. And not only that, the only guidebooks I do technically keep are um, guidebooks for decks that um the cards are named differently like the arcanas are different um like uh page knight queen king like those things are different um but other than that i don't really keep boxes or guidebooks or anything um i i like my little pouches because like i color code my shit virgo moon things i'm sorry virgo moon shit i color code my shit um like the red and black and dark blue and dark green pouches are the darker decks like the um the black tarot or um the occult tarot or things like that and then you have like the lighter colors like light blue pink yellow those ones are more of like the um the ethereal visions deck or the cat tarot or things like that so like i color code my shit for like the energy that the cards give me but when it comes to choosing a deck it really comes down to like how you personally feel. Um, I mean, I will say that like I've gotten a couple of decks that I thought that I was absolutely going to love and I just hated it. And don't ever think that if you get a deck and you hate it and you feel like you'll never be able to use it, don't let it go to waste. You can actually use it in um, spell work and everything. Um, there's, I have like three different decks that I just don't use because I just don't resonate with them. And I use, ooh, excuse me. Um, I use those decks for spell work. Um, but it really just comes down to how you feel. And then when I get a new deck, um, I will briefly, I feel like I've taught this on my Patreon, so I'm not going to like fully explain it, but I will briefly like let you in. So when I get a new deck, of course, like cleansing it and charging it and keep it on you, just keep it on you for like anywhere between like anywhere between one to seven days is it depends. It really depends. Like I've had cards where I've kept on me for a day and they immediately caught my energy. And then I've had cards where I've had to keep on me for an entire week before they caught my energy. So it really just depends on the deck because you know, decks have their own energy. Um, and again, if you think that you're going to absolutely love a deck and you get it and you hate it, don't fret, babe, use it in spell work. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. Okay. Um, the next question is, what helped you connect to your higher self and really listen to your intuition? How did you become so immersed in your practice that it's all you think about? I want to be like that. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's it's a process. Um, I've been practicing for, what, I'm 23 now? Five, six, seven, eight years. Um, the first five years were just strictly research because I was closeted. My mom was not very accepting of what I wanted to do. So I didn't really actually get to physically practice until I moved into my own place. And um, when I was 20, um, but I will say like, just trusting yourself. I mean, I've, I've seen memories of when I first started like practicing, practicing, and I'm like, that doesn't mean that. Why did I say that to myself? <laughs> um, but not only that. Um, I have a specific tarot deck for my higher self. And one of the things that really helped me was like when I heard something, um, and this, this is before I realized, Hey bitch, you're a psychic medium. Um, cause I'm a, oblivious as absolute fuck. Um, but like when I heard something or got like, felt like I got a message, I will pull that card, pull those cards out from my higher self and be like, Hey, 
was this you? And I would just do like a quick, like yes, no confirmation. And I would get a yes. And I'd be like, okay, what else did you want me to, you know, listen to? And I would pull some more cards, get more insight on it. And really just like it, it started with that. And then it got to the point where I got so used to hearing things and hearing myself and hearing my higher self, hearing spirits that I was just like, okay, I know exactly what needs to be seen. And then, you know, fast forward to like the whole mediumship shit. Um, like when I started getting more into, you know, my abilities and like seeing more spirits and seeing the dead and seeing my deities and all of that stuff, like it just automatically when they came through, if they had something to tell me, like King will literally like go into my face and be like, hey, bitch, you need to listen to this. And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to give you alcohol later. Thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> but it, it gets, it's, it's a process and it's different for everybody. It's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a month. You have to give it time. You have to allow yourself to open up. Um, I will say that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, meditate, 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 meditate. I don't meditate. Meditation is not my thing. And that's okay. That's valid. That's valid. But everybody's go-to answer for shit like that is like, oh, go meditate. When in reality, a lot of us can't, a lot of us, that's just, it's not what we do and that's okay. So instead, something that you can do is, um, grounding, um, especially because like I've, I've learned that spirits tend to like it when I'm outside and like when I'm out in nature, like when I used to go on my river walks, that was the best form of, um, of opening myself to messages and everything that I needed to hear. And like the amount of signs that I would get just from that walk in itself because of the fact that I'm opening myself up. Like it, just, it, it takes time and it takes like personal effort and things that you, you personally like to do. Don't go and try something that you don't like just because it worked for somebody else, just because it worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So do it personally, make it unique, make it yours. If I feel like, I hope that makes sense. Anyways, okay. Um, sorry, y'all. My client messaged me. Um, okay, so um, somebody said, I've always wondered if you use witchy kind of birth control, which I honestly, I thought was kind of, I don't know why. It's just me being me. I laughed at that just because of the fact that um, I'm no longer on birth control because we are actively trying to get <laughs> pregnant, um, <laughs> um, which not a lot of people knew, but now you know. Um, but... On that note, um, I didn't use any kind of witchy birth control. Um, if you want to talk about like mundane birth control, um, I'm just going to put it out there for you guys who are like thinking of mundane birth control. Um, the first birth control, first of all, I was not prone to the pill. Um, both my mom and my sister got pregnant on the pill and I am good, golden, not going to even, not going to even go there. Um, but I immediately tried, I wanted the next plan on. Um, and I, I got it. They had me on depot for a little bit to just kind of like thin me out, I guess. Um, thin my lining just to wear because the next one on can make you bleed. So they were like, oh, you know, let's just, um, have you on depot for a few months. And then, um, after that, once you're, you know, not having a period anymore, we'll put you on next one on, which is what happened. So they put me on next one on. I bled for a year straight, a year straight, y'all. I had not one break from it I was so used to bleeding by then that I honestly this is going to sound gross to y'all but listen um for those of you who don't have a uterus you have no say um I I started free bleeding because I mean it wasn't heavy it was just really it was it got to a point where it was just kind of like spotting but like heavier spotting um I love how everybody per, every person who passes my house because my window's open and I'm speaking right next to my window everybody looks at my house like hey um, but yeah, so I just started free bleeding and then I went back, had it taken out and, um, ended up going back on depot for about two years, two years. Yeah. Two years. And I was, I was actually at that two year mark when I read an FDA document about depot saying that not only does it cause your, um, um, bone density, it fucks with your bone density and not only that, it is recommended for you to only be on it for up to two years. And they, it was actually, they stopped allowing depot for a while until the FDA document came back out. 
and the um the deal was like your um physician is supposed to tell you all of these things before you get off of depot not just give you a piece of paper but physically like verbally tell you these things i never knew any of this any of this before i saw that document so thankfully i was like right at my two-year mark and i was like you know what I'm going to get off just because of the fact that we're getting to a point where we do want to get pregnant and um, it'll take my body a little bit to kind of like start regulating back. And then um, actually after I got off depot, my, it only took a month for my body to start regulating again. And I list, I got pregnant again after like that, like nothing after I got off the depot, I think it took two months for me to get pregnant after I stopped the depot. Um, but essentially that's when I had, a miscarriage so we're not going to really get into that but as for witchy um uh witchy birth control i mean the only thing i can really think of because it's not really like i don't i haven't really ever done a lot of looking into things like that i mean i would say maybe um mugwort or saint john's wort um like tea because it keeps you from getting pregnant but i will say that at the same time, I would just be careful with that because if you are on your period, it does make you bleed. It does, in fact, make you bleed more. Um, and if you are pregnant or like if you think that you are pregnant, do not take it because it will cause it will cause a miscarriage. So I would just do your own research on that, you guys. Um, please don't like sit here and be like, OK, Sydney said that like just I'm just telling you what I know. And I'm also saying, like, I haven't fully done research on these things. So just please do your own research before you try any of that stuff um, just to make sure that it's safe for you and that, you know, you don't get hurt because that wouldn't be good. Um, anyways, moving on. OK, so next question is, what advice would you give your younger self? Ooh. If we're talking like just getting into witchcraft, Sydney. I would probably have told myself, I don't know. The only thing that I would have told myself wouldn't have ever happened anyway. Um, I don't mean to get like vulnerable with this, but I like, uh, first of all, don't ever get on TikTok. <laughs> Second of all, um, I would have told myself to move in with my grandparents because my grandpa, my grandmother was a witch and my mom didn't like that very much which was why she didn't like me being a witch um I would have told myself to move in with my grandmother but at the same time um, my grandmother had just recently passed away before I really started getting into it so it would have never really happened um but honestly that's a really good question I feel like I should have gone through these questions honestly like I don't know I feel like this is what you guys like most about the podcast is like, I'm just so upfront and like, I don't plan anything before I start talking about it. I just, I simply just talk about it. It's raw. It's unfiltered. It's on un everything on the podcast is unedited. I edit nothing. I don't edit anything on my podcast. Anything that I say, everything that I say is point blank period. Um, but I might have to come back to that because I really don't know. I mean, like, there's so many things that I could give my younger self advice on. But at the same time, um, yeah, but at the same time, like, I feel like if I did give my younger self advice, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I like where I am today. Through all the stupid shit that I did go through, I do like where I am today. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question, though. It's definitely, it's definitely a shadow work prompt. I'll tell you that. But, um, yeah, I really don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, um, somebody said, other than your hex to your mom that went wrong, um, have you had any other kinds of spells go wrong? If so, what did you do about it? Um, I wouldn't say that I necessarily had a spell go wrong, um, just because of the fact that after that I was so prone to just, protection 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 so like I was really really I've always been really big on that but I will say that it wasn't necessarily a spell that went wrong but one time at my old apartment when Brian and I were in the middle of an argument I was like flipping my shit I think this was before I was on lithium so, <laughs> so I was I was genuinely flipping my shit and um 
y'all know that big ass thing of hex water that I had? Yeah, I knocked it over and it broke. Mind you, there was like drunk piss. I remember, listen, y'all. I remember there was drunk piss in that. I was making that one night drunk and I was like, you know what? I have to pee. And I was like, wait. I walked into the kitchen to go to the bathroom. I'm like, wait a second. And I went and I grabbed it because Brian was so home. I went and I grabbed it and I ran back in the kitchen and I literally just stood in the corner of the kitchen and I peed in it. <laughs> I, can't, I still can't believe I did that. Listen, the things you do for witchcraft. <laughs> but it was some potent, potent, potent. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I had a UTI at the time, too. So that was drunk and UTI pee. Oh, y'all. The amount of shit I could fuck up with that. Um, but <laughs> um, there was cat cat poop in there. Um, like, just dead bugs. Like, moldy shit. Like, it was just, it was disgusting. And the smell. Oh, oh, that is not a smell you would, that's not a smell you forget, let me tell you. Um. I knocked it over during an argument and it broke and it went everywhere. And um, poor Brian, poor Brian, he was trying to clean that shit up. And I'm like yelling at him like, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch that. And he's like, I need to clean it up. There's a class. I'm like, don't touch it. Um, yeah. No matter how many times I cleansed, banished, um, returned to sender, um, reversed, um, protected, warded. It never went away. Mm -mm. It never, it never went away. There was also, there was always this like lingering tension in the apartment after that. Like, because of the fact that like that hex water was so potent. Like there was, it was a, it was a done deal because of the fact that it wasn't just like, oh, a little bit just spilled. Okay, that's fine. No, it was the entire jar. And that's like a, a gallon jar, I think a gallon and a half, maybe. It was a big jar. It was a very big jar. And the amount of names that went into that jar, like it just, it was bad. It, there was always that lingering tension, that lingering negativity that could just never, it never left. So I will say that, um, the, um, solution to that, I moved, I moved, <laughs> I moved out of that apartment and I got a house <laughs> and we came here and let me tell you, the energy was so different and it was so great because we were so used to the energy from that hex water and the apartment for so long that when we got here, it was just like, this is great. Like we actually love each other. Like it's great. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but yeah, just y'all, if you, if you have jars like that, don't put it to where your feet will hit it at all or just simply set it outside. Um, that's probably the best way to go about it. Cause, uh, yeah, that, that shit never fucking left. Um, because the only solution was to move out of that apartment. And it's like, we didn't even take all of our furniture. We left a good amount of furniture in that apartment too um, for the landlord because they were selling the the entire house because it was a, um, it was a multifamily house. Um, if you, if you know upstate New York or like upstate or up whatever, the more of the North places um, like Jersey and shit, um, usually you'll find like multifamily houses and that's what we lived in. We lived on the upstairs um, thankfully nobody lived below us. Um, but I will say that, yeah, I just, we didn't bring everything with us because there were some things that like, I looked at it and I could feel it. And I'm like, we're not bringing that. Nope. Got us fucked up. So instead of selling it to somebody and giving that energy to somebody else, um, we just left it for the landlord and I'm pretty sure he ended up throwing it away because the landlord was a fucking dickwad anyway. So who cares? Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I hope that that answers your question. Um, so, okay, somebody else said, any advice in starting a tarot business? I've It's been something I've considered for a few years. Um, honestly, I have gotten asked this many times, and the only thing I can tell you is, like, I genuinely don't have advice. Um, and I know that sounds fucked up, but, like, when I started my tarot business, I, I, I winged it. I really did. I just, I found a scheduling platform, and, like, I literally started it up in 24 hours. That's what I did. I started that shit up in 24 hours because I was so used to doing like tarot lives. Um, I feel like maybe that would be a good starting point, like doing lives on like your social media for like tarot readings and stuff, which I need to start doing more. Yes, you guys. I know. I know. I know. I just I don't have time. Oh, we'll figure it out. Um, but 
yeah so just like starting out with like tarot lives and shit and then going from that into being like oh hey you know there's been a lot of people who've been getting readings from me if you guys want to book one just find a scheduling platform um you know uh, i've noticed a lot of people are stealing my platform anyways so um because a lot of you guys just listen 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 linda um but i use pick time and pick time's pretty fucking easy um, I didn't use the free one at first. I paid the $20 a month, which it, it's literally like no use to pay that $20 a month. Um, use the free ones. You can either connect it through PayPal or Stripe. I have mine set through PayPal, um, just because everything's easier for me through PayPal. But honestly, just like set it up, set your readings up and see how it goes. Um, I'm sorry. It can't be more helpful with that one. Um, all right, so next is what was the most eye-opening experience in your witch journey so far? Definitely when my grandmother came and screamed at me about how I'm a psychic medium and I need to open my eyes and understand why I can see what I can see and why I'm a death worker and why this and why that and why this and why that. Um, because she literally called me oblivious. She was like, you're so oblivious. Like, I just don't understand. And I'm like, I'm sorry, grandma. Like, I don't know, I don't know what you want me to do. Um, that was the biggest eye opening thing because it's like, I, I could see my house spirits. I could speak to my house spirits and everybody was like, Oh, are you a medium? No bitch. Yes. The fuck I am. <laughs> um, I think it just, I think it was really just rooted in, um, trauma, like, especially from my mom that I just didn't want to accept that I was more than just a witch because of the fact that like, I was so judged for even simply being a witch, um, by my mom. My mom, my dad has always accepted me. Um, like I've, I've, my, I, I've literally done mediumship readings from my dad over the phone. Like I just, my dad has always accepted me and I love and appreciate him so much for that. But my mom, not so much. Um, the only time my mom ever wants something from me is when it comes to my witchcraft now, which is very fucking ironic to me because like you don't talk to me for months and months on end. And then the one time you do talk to me, it's like, oh, you need me to do some mediumship for you. Oh, okay. Um, but honestly, like, that was the biggest thing because, like, I was literally sitting in, in my witchy room just, like, sobbing, crying as my grandmother was telling me this. And I'm, like, pulling cards and she keeps, like, having certain cards fly out. And I'm, like, Grandma, I'm not pulling with you. Just let me pull my own cards. And she keeps having this card fly out and that card fly out and this card fly out. And she's, like, you are a psychic medium. Why aren't you listening to me? Like, the hands balled up, like, shaking her arms. Like, why aren't you listening to me? <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was definitely an eye-opening experience, especially because it just, it, everything made more sense. And I'm like, well, duh, like no wonder, no fucking wonder. Hell, Hecate, the Morrigan, King Asmodeus, Lucifer, Lilith, like, come on, come on. Um, and I also will say that another eye-opening moment was learning that Artemis and Mother Morrigan were, um, with me for a majority of my life and not only my life, but my grandmother's and Mother Morrigan was with my grandmother my great grandmother and my great great grandmother. So I've learned that in my um in my family line, witchcraft tends to kind of like skip a generation every so often, which is obviously why I skipped my mother. Um but Mother Morrigan has been in the family for generations and I fucking love that. I absolutely fucking love that. And it's because of the fact that way, 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 way back, um, my Scandinavian ancestors absolutely worshipped her they worshipped her she was their only goddess that they would worship the way that they did and ever since then mother morrigan like they made a deal they made a fucking deal apparently and mother morrigan has been in the family since um so that's just it's fucking crazy and then artemis was in my grandmother's life and then not only that but i didn't know that mother was in my life since i was fucking 13 but okay um which is actually when my grandmother passed away Talk about like talk about synchronicities and fucking the irony of that. Like when my grandmother passed away, because my grandmother passed away right before my 14th birthday, um, January 11th, 2013. Yeah. Right before my 14th birthday. No, right before my 13th birthday. 2014. Was it 2014? Grandma. Grandma. It was 14. It was right before my 14th birthday. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, grandma. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just remember. And not only that, my grandmother passed, my grandparents, because they passed away in a motorcycle accident, passed away on 111. 111. 
That's why I have 111 tattooed on my stomach. So if you guys see that, it's not an angel number. It's the date that they passed away. Um, but she came to me when my grandpa- when my grandmother passed away, like when they got in that accident. Immediately, immediately Mother Morrigan was in my space. Um, which is probably, you know, it makes more sense now. Do you think that that makes sense, Grandma? That um, because of the fact that I held that against Mom for so long, about how I wasn't able to see you before you passed away. Um, when Mother Morrigan came, I was kind of like, I just wanted vengeance against her. Like, I just, I didn't care anymore. But is that why? Is that because she was mad for me? It's very likely. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, I, I could just ask her, but I know you're you're here. So I was just, sorry, y'all. Not me having a conversation with my passed on grandmother during a podcast episode. um oh my god okay anyways um gods sorry sorry grandma sorry gods okay um how do you keep up with your craft and know what's next oh that's a good question honestly it it's come to a point where like i'm just i on it it's mm. <laughs> i don't even know y'all I don't even know, like, granted, like, I learn something new every single day, and, like, the friendships that I have with other witches, like, they, like, even today, this morning, um, Kat messaged me, and she was like, there's something in death work that I really want to either, like, I don't know if you know about it, but if you don't, I want to teach it to you, like, it just, it, it, it's always something, it's always something, but I will say that, like, I do so much client work, especially spell work, like, for example, I have to do three, Two families of protections, no, three families of protections today, two families of protections tomorrow, and then another three of protections Saturday. So it's like, it's all over the place. Um, <laughs> I do so much client work that like, I just, I barely have time for my own practice. And like, King is like all for it. He's like, yeah, you're making money. You're doing your thing. This is what you wanted to do. Like we made it happen. Like we all did this and you, you did this. We did this. Everybody did this. Like you're doing it. And then mother is like, um, Hey, um, me and Hecate, were talking, you need to go to the cemetery. And that's another thing. I need to take a cemetery trip while I have this hiatus because like I, it's been, I need to, I need to. And I feel so bad because I've been so wrapped up in client work that I have all summer long. Like I have not made a cemetery trip and that is bad of me. Bad, very bad, not good. Like I'm going to have to bring extra offerings when I go because Steve is probably not very happy with me, especially because of the fact that there's been a couple times that he has walked over here and stood in front of my house and looked at me standing in the road just looked at me through this window like hey um when the fuck are you coming like when are you coming and i feel like i feel like shit um but honestly i'm at a point right now where um i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken the next thing in my practice is learning more about um healing spirits um which is why they want me to go to the cemetery and like start crossing over like i've already crossed over a couple of spirits but they want me to get more in tune with fully crossing over spirits because not only is it something I can do for the spirits here, but it's also going to be something that I can eventually offer. It's not going to be something that I can offer right away. Um, but it is going to be something that I can, you know, offer. I mean, it's, there's going to be like a consultation to figure out where, you know, the spirit is for my client. And then if they are in the in-between, if they haven't fully crossed over, we're going to do a whole ritual to where I can cross the spirit over. But, um, yeah, mother's very excited, and so is Lilith. Um, Lilith is like, yes, like clacking her nails together. Like, yes, I'm so excited for this. Um, but yeah, that's eventually it's gonna happen eventually. And I want to say maybe by the end of the year, if not, um, if not, it's probably gonna be the beginning of next year that I start actually, you know, offering something like that. But it is really interesting, and they do want me to, you know, practice on the spirits and the cemetery first, so I can get more accustomed to it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at in my practice right now. Yes, I'm very chaotic with client work, but I'm still trying to juggle, you know, my personal life, the kids, my relationship, my own practice, like everything else like along with it. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot, but I t I'm trying to take things day by day. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. Let me light a little. So the next question is more on deity work, maybe confirmation of a deity offering, alter for them how to get started how to communicate with them etc 
Um, I'm not really going to answer this question just because, hold on. Just because of the fact that this is something that I teach on my Patreon. Um, I mean, when it comes to confirmation of a deity, just start with pan start with pantheons and mythologies, narrow down the pantheon mythology, narrow down, is it a god or a goddess, narrow that down and then go through and just kind of confirm from there. Because I personally, I don't offer um, deity confirmations on, um, or deity um, identifications. I offer deity confirmation. So if you think that there's a specific deity like reaching out to you, you can book a deity confirmation with me and I'll call that deity forward and then we'll do a confirmation for you. But I don't do identifications, but I do. Um, I did teach that on my Patreon and I believe I taught it on the craft. So if you are a part of the craft or if you wanted to um, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon, you can just search um, like deity and it, it'll probably pop up. Um, but yeah, so I'm sorry. Um, okay. We have a few more questions left. Don't you guys worry. I know you guys like me talking to you. I can put you out of sleep. It's okay. It's okay. It's a okay. But so in what ways has witchcraft changed your mundane life? Um, actually quite a few ways. I will say that in quite a few ways, like little mundane things that I would do on a daily why is it sounding like that hello okay um why are you sounding like that why are you sounding like that um sorry guys i hear like cackling in my microphone i don't know why it's doing that so i'm sorry um but <laughs> there's a lot of mundane things that i that i did before that okay is it still doing it Y'all, I'm sorry for the cackling. It's kind of bothering me. Um, but there were a few mundane things that I would do in, like, my daily practice that um, ended up becoming more witchy. Like, putting lotion on in the morning. I put my witchy oils in my lotion. I do. I put my witchy oils in my lotion. Um, let's see. Um, making the bed. Making the bed and changing the sheets. Spray that shit down. Purify it. Cleanse it. Protect the bed crystals sprays everything you name it um showers i now only take cleansing showers i cleanse myself every single shower that i take because i'm mentally ill so i don't shower every day um but i cleanse myself myself every shower um hmm my plants are not just plants um okay i tried to fix it but i don't know why it's cackling like that you guys so i'm sorry in advance um but as for the rest of the mundane shit, um, plants are no longer plants. Plants are cleansing plants, protection plants, warding plants. Um, when I cook eggs, I save the eggshells. Um, like the little things. It's always, it's all the little things, honestly. Um, and not only that, but like it's changed my mundane life to where like I barely have a mundane life anymore because a majority of my time is witchcraft related. It's whether it's my practice, whether it's somebody else's work, readings whatever it may be my day-to-day -day life like i don't have a mundane life until like i'm done working for the day and i get to chill out but even then i'm still doing something something remotely witchy um what's something you wish you knew before practicing witchcraft Ooh, definitely protections definitely protection and that's why that's why i stress it to people so much is like you need to learn protections before you start actually practicing like if you start your spell work on a love spell you're fucked i'm sorry but if you start your spell work on baneful work you're fucked you need to learn protection you need to learn protection first i think that was like the biggest and the main thing honestly was like that aspect of protect like i needed to learn that protection first Um, do you use your methods of smoke cleansing, et cetera, around your cats? No, I do not. And, um, this is really bothering me, you guys. I'm so sorry. Anyways, um, if I were to use like smoke cleansing or anything, I keep it specifically to one room. And make sure 
and make sure that my cats are not in the same room. Like I'll make sure that my cats are in a, sp a separate room and then I'll have my windows open and everything. Or if I do it around the house, I'll make sure that my cats are upstairs in the back room in the bedroom, close that door with the windows open and then cleanse everything else, let it air out for a little bit and then let the cats out. Um, but I usually keep it to my witchy room and when I do that, I have both windows open and I don't, you know, I don't allow my fur babies in here. Um, and then the last question. I've read drinking alcohol can lower our frequency. What's your opinion on drinking it when it comes to the spiritual witchy side of it? Could this just be fear of mong just be fear mongering? Yes and no. I mean, I've heard both things like, yes, alcohol can lower your frequency. Um, a lot of things can lower your frequency. Smoking weed can lower your frequency. Smoking cigarettes can lower your frequency. Um, going out and, um, you know, eating processed foods can lower your frequency. There's a lot of things that can lower your frequency, but people like to make it seem like, oh, you can't do witchcraft when you're drinking because you, it's not going to work. I have done plenty of witchcraft under the influence, may, drunk or not. I've done plenty of witchcraft under the influence to where it's been perfectly fine. Just as long as you protect yourself and ensure that like, you know, making sure nothing's going to backfire and everything like that and just cleansing and, you know, doing the whole routine. You're good. Honestly, in my opinion, you're good. Honestly, I have some of my deities actually prefer that some of the work that I do, like sometimes I'll be like drinking a twisted tea or something and I'll be like, they'll want me to do a spell with them. And I'm like, no, like, I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. And they're like, well, we'd actually like you to do it now, like, while you're like this. And it's because of the fact that with some people, like, that can kind of open you up a little bit more to where, like, you don't have that stress. You don't have that fear. You don't have that doubt. It actually opens you up more. So it, it really just depends on the person, I would say. Just it. Yeah, it depends on the person. Just. Don't let people scare you out of doing, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. Just honestly, if you're like, okay, well, maybe I should check in with my spirits, do some divination, pull some cards. And if they don't want you to do it while you're drinking, don't do it while you're drinking. But if they don't care, they don't care. It really just depends. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is our Q&A. Um, I'm sorry that it got really cackly at the end because I can hear it and I don't know why it's doing that. But um I do hope that the that I answered your questions as best as I could, and I hope that I answered them to where they were understandable. Um, and other than that, um, I will talk to you guys next week. I hope that you guys have an amazing day, and blessed be. No, because who does this witch think she is? 